Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me and as often is the case I'm in a massive massive rush to try and get a load of stuff done in nothing like enough time so I'm trying to record this it's five past seven on Saturday morning to be able to get out and have a run to be able to be ready to start football training at 9.30 and it's going to be tight it really is going to be tight the tea's currently mashing so I'm going to get a cup of tea before I go for a run so that's a start um, but even so the window from getting back from a run to be able to cool down to be able to have a shower to be able to get out for um, for a decent start for football training is is is, is going to be tricky so uh, and I won't even be able to tell you how I get on but hopefully if I can get through this relatively quickly I stand half a chance so let's crack on with a bit of that twangy guitar Monday. I've just dropped the first of the little um, interludes in, the little uh, transitions in, and realised that I've done nothing yet with the thing I talked about last week, which is dropping all those samples down a few dB. And um, Quartz got in touch and said, oh, I'll do that for you, and which was lovely. It was ever so nice, um, but it was missing the point, which is it's such a simple job. It'll take me literally a couple of minutes, and it's just something I keep putting off to another day. So... On the back of somebody else offering to do it for me, I will definitely, definitely, definitely try and do it this weekend. So it's actually it's actually done. I, I need to do it for the 942 intros as well. So, um, but but the fact somebody would offer to do a job that really it would take me longer to send the files probably than it would to actually do the job myself. But I do appreciate the offer. So thanks, of course. You and are an absolute star. Um, I've I've gone. Totally unrelated, though I mentioned it in the intro, I'm back running. Uh, and I know I, I ended up taking a month off um, in the end. Um, and the the problem with the shin splints in my right leg, uh, still not fully gone, but for, for whatever reason, um, the rest has meant that it's, it, they're still easing off. They're definitely nothing like as bad as they were. And I've been able to start up again and take a little bit of care of myself. I'm running on the flat uh, because the hills can be a, a, a problem for it. So I'm back running on the flat, uh, which is making a difference. Uh, but the thing, and I know I've mentioned this in the past, and it, it the, I've been back. I'm, I'm Today will, will mark the third week back. And... It's been really, really hard work. And stamina-wise, I am running so much slower than I was. So I was running sort of anything between 8.30 and 8.45-minute miles, and I've been running anything around about 9.10, 9.15-minute miles. Now, it's not about that, and I've mentioned this in the past. If you're out there, you put your kit on, you go out, you are a runner. It is what it is. Um, and what I've been doing is trying to keep the same average heart rate on a run that I, um, that I was doing when I was running before. But I think the point is just that, you know, you run for three, four years with, with hardly a break, you stop for four weeks and it is like starting again. It's just like starting over. Uh, in the words of the, in the words of the song, um, because what I, where I am now, I'm now at sort of nine fifteen, at the same BPM rate, quite comfortably. Anything faster than that, I ran uh, just over, I think about nine oh five yesterday, and the BPM um, went up, um, not considerably, but enough to note that you know yesterday's run was forty seconds, um, sort of quicker because I'm doing four mile runs at the moment yesterday's run was about 40 seconds quicker um than than the run I did on Tuesday 
um, was it Tuesday? It was Wednesday. No, Wednesday. Um, but the the trade off was the fact that when I I finished, whilst I wasn't particularly out of breath, the the heart rate indication would suggest that I'd worked harder. Um, only a little bit, but I definitely I definitely worked harder. So it's an interesting sort of route back in, but it's it, it's not quite as bad as starting again because you can do the distance. Um, but in terms of the, 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 you know, I let my body kind of tell me what pace it wants to run at. And my body is telling me that it wants to run at a different pace that it was running at, um, it was running at before. And of course, at the same time, I'm conscious. I don't, I want the last bits of this injury to, to, you know, to finish. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not pushing anything because I don't, I don't want a reoccurrence. I don't want, you know, cause I think it is stress related in, in that respect. I don't want it to come back, but it's. It, it is the the bit I can't get my head around is it doesn't matter how how much running you do before you take three or four weeks off and you, you're kind of back certainly a lot further back down the line that you you were I've not I've not run at this pace for a long 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 time. Tuesday. I'm going to get a couple of Christmas references in this week. And the first one is, uh, it's a big shout out to Cadbury's, um, who have done something I really quite like. There's a lot of posters up with, that talk about Cadbury's and Secret Santa. And it, it drove me to their website to have a look at what it was it was all about. And there's a little video, I'll put the link in, um, which is essentially they're doing a load of pop-ups. And um, the way the pop-ups work is that they will be putting a poster in a certain locale for a period of time. I and mean, if you see this poster, it's got a QR code on it. And if you scan the QR code, then what you're able to do is you're able to go to um, the, you, you know, you effectively get access to a website. And if you just give the address of somebody you'd like a bar of chocolate sending to, Cadbury's will send a bar of chocolate to that person for you, and it will come as a complete surprise. So I don't know if you have to put any details in. I've got no idea because I've not seen the poster. I've not seen the QR code. I've not tried it. But it's just this idea that a company like Cadbury's would post out a chocolate bar to somebody you nominate just as a thing to make them smile. Um, and it shows on the video the little the little kind of sealed package they, they use and the way they do it. It's nicely branded and everything. And I just, it, I just thought, you know what, that's a really nice thing. And I mean, it doesn't take away everything that's going on and everything that's tricky and everything that's hard work and cost of living and all those kind of things. But as a bit of something that's a little bit left field that a company that can, you know, they can do, um, I thought it was really, really, really nice. And it did make me feel a little bit Christmassy when I watched the video. So I'll put it on the notes. Wednesday. I was talking to my dad today about where we are politically. I think we both agreed we are in a situation where we have a lame duck government. Nothing is going to go through of any consequence between now and the next election. In fact, nothing is going to happen between now and the next election other than them doing their best not to fall over, not to have any form of scandal so they can, if nothing else, hang on at least until the point when they've done a full term. 
And I think the reason behind that is just how fractious, how fractious, but also how fractured they are um, as, a, as a group of people. Um, we've had Boris and Liz come out this week and throw their support behind onshore wind, which I totally agree with, by the way. I've got no problem. We absolutely should have far more onshore wind. And if it's unsightly for some people, we're just going to have to all learn to live with it, I'm afraid. Uh, we, we Energy self-sufficiency um, and uh, renewability is something we need as fast as we can get it. So we, we're going to have to deal with that and just do it. So I don't fall out with, with the move. I, I wonder how cynical it is on the part of those two to undermine the Prime Minister rather than do it for the right thing. But if the, if the right outcome becomes uh, out of what is probably bad politics, then I'll take it. Um, but the point is, Every single time something is floated at the moment, there's a 10, 15, 20, at least, probably more like 40 or 50 uh, MP backlash to it, which means it then becomes completely dead in the water. And between the backlash you're getting from government and the backlash you're getting from other areas of the economy, I mean, there's a huge issue this week with um, the, um, the the sort of uh, the business leaders and the business groups turning around and saying, if you have a bonfire of EU laws, it will just make things incredibly difficult for businesses. There's already more red tape than needs to be because of the, um, the, the, the Brexit referendum and leaving the EU. You, you burn all those EU's laws because it plays well on the front page of the Daily Telegraph. Business is going to be crippled and going to be falling over. And it's not like business is having it easy at the moment anyway. Um, so it's just, we're just in that period. It's a little bit like what's gone on in the US. You know, to a certain extent, Biden retains the Senate, loses the House. It has implications in terms of some of the things that will go on, but in terms of policy, it will make it very, very difficult. And I think in terms of doing anything, not that I think Sunak had an opportunity to do a, lot, a great deal anyway, but I think the fact that everything that's floated at the moment is just shut down gives you some indication of, of, of where he is and what we'll get. And I guess how long it potentially will go on for, because you only now need one thing to bring it down. You only need 30 MPs or so to agree to, to you know, vote no confidence in their own government or legislation they can't get through, and, and we're done, basically. <laughs> I finally got some football boots. They're not actually football boots. They're for AstroTurf. Um, but I have been for the past three or four years wearing old running trainers when I do football training. And that's fine. But the problem with them through the winter is they are running trainers are very porous on the top. They're not designed to keep water out or be anything like waterproof. So, you know, um, my feet get wet every time I walk on wet grass. And um, I like to use running trainers because the thing with running trainers is that the point where you stop running in them because there's, they're not providing the support you need, there's nothing wrong with them. So you still get quite a while out of them after the point where you can't run in them anymore. So it's a great way of using using trainers for another six months or what have you and getting some use out of them. But the problem is wet, cold feet. So And, the th- and it's not that... I've not been in a position to buy any football boots, stroke trainers. It's because football boots and straight trainers are really, really narrow and I've got wide feet. So every time I go and I do it periodically, every sort of at least once or twice a season, I will go and I will try on football trainers and I will not find a pair that are comfortable and I'll put it off to another day. And I finally managed to sort it out um, last night and um, I, I found some Nike 
trainers uh, and some Puma ones, but some Nike and some Puma, and they both looked wider. And when I tried them on, they they were fine. So I um, I, I went for them, bought them, brought them home. Josh had been out to watch the England game, came back in, took saw the box, and he's laser light focused because it's a Nike box. So he goes straight to the box and has a look and comes in and says, yep, these are fresh. Now, I'm assuming that's good. I'm not quite sure. I think they were, he said they were fresh and they were something else. Dip, I think. Did he say dip? Might have been dip. It wasn't dope, so I think it might have been dip. Uh, but they were definitely fresh. And I said, all right. He said, yeah, no. You, 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 you. In fact, I think he said you're going to look fresh, which is, I'm assuming is, is equally good. Um, and I was like, all right, okay. And he, and he said, and I said, well, why? And he said, well, these are premiers. And I said, okay, fine, because they've got premier written on the back. And I said, and? I don't, I don't get it. And he said, well, they're retro. So the reason I've found a pair that fit is because essentially they're based on something that's 20, 25 years old when football boots didn't look like they look like now. Um, the reason why they're fresh is because they're retro. Yet, as far as I was concerned, they look like a pair of football trainers should look, um, you know, far better than these newfangled, narrow ones that I don't see how they actually make any difference. These are proper sturdy football trainers. Um, I am now, re- I am now, in certain instances, hoping that people bring retro things back because they'll do the job, they'll fit, and they'll be comfortable. And that. Whatever you read into that is true. It says everything you need to know about me. It says everything you need to know about where I am in my life at the moment. But in this, for one small, one small window of time, I will be fresh. Friday. Okay, I promised you two references to Christmas, and here's your second Christmas reference, um, which reminds me, actually, on a third Christmas reference... We must be getting close to the... Well, when does the TV, radio times come out? It's probably not for another week or so yet, is it? We're not. I keep thinking we're not in December yet. So, um, But that's something to start thinking about. But this is your other Christmas reference. So, l- big change in advent calendars, right? And apart from the fact that the chocolate ones have got bigger and there's lots more in them and all those kind of things, um, you, we've started to get beer advent calendars and we've started to get gin advent calendars and all those kind of things. Right. Okay. Fine. Get it. Think it. Think it's. Think it's interesting. I can't imagine. Imagine you sell a lot of advent calendars with 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 literally bottles of beer in them. But the gin one was quite interesting, and I like some of the different um, sweet ones and what have you. I think we've got heroes ones um, for for the boys this year. So that's a little bit different from the normal kind of you know the the normal kind of Cadbury's advent calendar. Um, but I saw tonight. The advent calendar that made me smile, that I think is absolute work of genius. And the only downside is, I guess you need to keep it in the fridge if you've got the heating on in the house. And that's a big if before we even start. But if you've got the heating on the house, you will need to keep this in the fridge. A cheese advent calendar I saw tonight. Now that is genius. Absolute genius. A different um, sample of cheese on a daily basis in the run-up to Christmas to take Christmas to take you through Advent. I think that's wonderful. I think you could, if you could have matched that with a little measure of port for every single day, then I think that really you really would be onto something. But a cheese advent calendar is absolutely brilliant. I took a photo of it, I'll post it on Instagram uh, at some point today. Uh, and of all the advent things I've seen, that is currently 
my favourite. And I was a bit tempted. He's tender a lot of money for a cheesy advent calendar. I don't know. It probably isn't, actually. It's probably about right. Um, still got time. Um, you know, didn't look to see exactly what was in it because I was in a bit of a rush. But cheesy advent calendar is, is the thing that made me... It made me smile today. Uh, I'm going to finish up there because I'm tight for time um, today. So I'm sorry it's a bit shorter than the, uh, than normal. Um, and I, I didn't. I had the opportunity to rant about government, and I didn't really, which is kind of unusual for me. I didn't go quite as ranty as I perhaps could have done. And there's plenty of things to be ranty about, including the fact that I think Dominic Raab probably will be the next uh, Tory minister to get done for bullying. What is it with Tory ministers and bullying? Um, definitely a sign they're under stress of some description. Um, though he's a Anyway, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed to see the back of him. I wouldn't be disappointed to see the back of all of them, but I certainly wouldn't be disappointed to see the back of him or Braverman at some point. Um, but no, he, I, I didn't take that opportunity. Um, what I actually before I go as well, I must say, um, obviously, I started with Quartz as kind of offer to do my files. Um, it was Quartz that that did the acoustic versions of the. Um, of the little samples I use over the summer. So um, I'm certainly not not asking because you're not very capable. In fact, you would do a wonderful job and it would be superb. I'm not asking because I need to pull my finger out and do it myself. Anyway, I'm off for a run. We'll see how the times go this morning. I hope you're well. Uh, enjoy your Black Friday weekend. Whatever we are on today, I'll lose track of the days. Uh, though for a little while, the booksellers did Civilised Saturday, which I quite liked, where... On the Saturday after Black Friday, they invited people in to just go and have a glass of sherry and a mince pie and take a bit of time to pick a few books for Christmas, which I quite liked. Um, though he got slammed for being elitist, which I can kind of see as well, but <sighs> grief. Everything. Everything. You can't do anything. Oh, I'm starting to sound like an old person again. I'm going to go. You take care. Stay safe. I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>